Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. In a world where people are drawn more to technology than nature, more to reality TV, than to the real world where mass media has become a primary source for news, information, and entertainment, what accounts for the true meaning of health, particularly as it relates to aging, has become grossly distorted and exploited. Without a scintilla of proof that we demand of everything else, we accept the premise that as we age, we quote-unquote grow old, and therefore sickness and disease are the facts of life we must live with. The facts and truth are two very different things. Medical training notwithstanding, no doctor knows how often you catch a cold or develop indigestion or suffer from migraines unless you tell them. But you know. You know exactly when a migraine or a cold is coming on. You know how it feels to be totally drained one day and bursting with energy the very next. You may not even remember any of the details of how you got there, such as what you ate that day or how you slept that night or how much water you drank that afternoon, or even how much you meditated that morning to feel the way or how much you laughed. Yet deep down inside, you know the result, and you own the result. You know what it feels like to own your health. Your problem is you don't know how to replicate that result. That's why the that's why the feeling bad days far outweigh the feeling good days. I bet you can count on one hand the number of days you felt unstoppable as opposed to the number of days you just wanted to stop. This is what I believe it means to age without growing old. The older you get, the better and wiser you should become. And once you experience the taste of health and wisdom, aging brings, you should be able to replicate or at the very least remember its sweet taste. Aging should be a sweet natural process as opposed to growing old, which is a bitter choice. Welcome to Urban X Real Talk Fitness Radio. I'm your host, Tiaja. Wow, it's hard to believe we are almost finished with our foundational series. If this is your first time joining, welcome, welcome. If you've been following the series, we are on episode 9 of our 10-part foundational series titled The 10 Seeds Planted for Health. The entire series will be available as an audio book and ebook with a workbook. Both will be available on Amazon.com as well as on our online store at www.urbanxfitness.net. Now, I remember my first quote-unquote official job as a personal trainer. It was at a senior center in Seattle. Now, the Queen Anne Center, which is the name of the center, was already a well-established institution long before I got there. I was all of 20 years of age, and I can still recall the battery of tests and certifications I had to go through just to get the job. But in the end, it made sense. After all, not only was I going to be training an age population, I was going to have to create the workout programs and curriculum where none had existed before. You can only imagine the consternation I felt when I discovered none of the people I used to train were under 70 years of age. I mean, my parents were still in their 50s, and I had never known my grandparents on either side, so this was going to be a challenge. 
But there was this one little woman named Sarah, I'll never forget. She couldn't have been any taller than 4 feet 8 inches, and that was probably with 6 inch pumps. And maybe she weighed 98 pounds wet. Well, every day, Sarah would come to my morning class to learn about the body and how to work out. She never came to the workouts. I mean, not even once. Now imagine me trying to make some little petite woman who was probably some 20 years my mother's senior essentially stay after class, but that's exactly what I ended up doing. And I just remember that we, we sat there for 10 minutes and neither of us said a word. I was terrified and so was she. And I just remember her looking out at the window. And I remember myself simply watching her look out the window until finally she raised her little petite hand. And then that cracked me up because I was thinking to myself, what in the world are you raising your hand for? But she refused to put it down until I acknowledged her. Yes, Miss Sarah? This felt so awkward to me. Just Sarah, you don't have to call me Miss, she said. Okay, Miss Sarah. See, I didn't grow up like that. Anyone older than you, especially that old, is to be addressed as Mr. or Miss or Mrs. Even Ms. was not appropriate back then. So, yes, Miss Sarah. And then in the smallest voice you've ever heard, she said something that continues to resonate in my consciousness, even today. She said, I don't think women should be lifting weights like men. You know, human beings are interesting creations because we have the capacity to liberate ourselves intellectually while we're still emotionally traditional. For instance, I still have women clients today who believe this, that women shouldn't really be lifting weights, especially free weights or heavy weights, because they're not men. Now, intellectually, they would argue otherwise, but I can assure you that simply by their effort and the language alone, that somewhere deep in the recesses of their minds, they still believe such myths, which is why they say things like, I don't want to look like a man. Look like a man? Really? Most men who work out don't even come close to what we imagine men who work out should look like. Well, they certainly don't look anything like the superheroes they grew up admiring, which is, which if the truth be told, that's the image most men harbor in their heads and in their hearts. They're not seeking the physiques of mere mortals. Most men are chasing Superman. So men whose only goal is to get big and bombed, and I'm speaking for the overwhelming majority, can't achieve that look they all covered with all that testosterone freestyling in their cells. What are the chances of you as a woman looking like a quote-unquote man just because you picked up a weight? Anyway, I could think of all the cool and wise things I could say today to address her, but thankfully even back then, I had this passionate belief that if everybody needed milk like the old milk commercial claimed, then certainly everybody needed weights. Not only had I witnessed the number of positive changes in my own body and mind since I began working out with resistance, I could see how much more energy and vitality and confidence the other seniors were gaining from the workouts. I mean, I had 80-year-old men coming up to me and comparing biceps. You know, no T, you gotta feel this. And I must admit, by the time the course was over several months later, some of them had really changed their physiques. But what I was most thrilled about was not that they 
now knew how to train themselves or that they could even identify every muscle they were working. The thing I was most impressed by was that there were days when my bus was running late or whatever and they would start the class before I even got there. Someone would draw up the workout program on the chalkboard, discuss it, then strategize and then break it down for the newbies and then they would start working out collectively. Total ownership. Now that's what I'm talking about. By the way, it took one of those other women who was older than Sarah to finally recruit her. And when Sarah finally got a real taste of what she had been missing out on, she couldn't be stopped. She by far exceeded all the other women and gained 10 pounds of muscle in the process. So much for not being able to add muscle to the body after a certain age, right? Let's discuss a little bit more about the science of aging. Why do people, for example, age at different rates? Why are some people mentally sharp and energetic and still excited about life while other people much younger are sick, exhausted all the time, inflamed and always foggy? What's going on? Why do people age so differently? Well, based on the number of fitness magazines and diets they sell to a wanted public, you might think it's due to the amount of activity one engages in. I used to believe that. In fact, I still do to an extent. But what I've learned since the Queen Anne Community Center days is that the activity inside the cell is more important than the activity outside the cell. One person looks 20 years younger than another person their same age. Why? Well, cynically, we always want to believe the differences are due to something external, like maybe expensive facial creams or dermatologist visits or plastic surgery or laser treatments or good genes or even ethnicity. You know the old ad the adage, black don't crack. Well, it may not crack, like some of the other ethnicities seem to. And yes, genetics in terms of melanin plays a huge role, still Black people, my people, have a higher mortality rate, meaning they die younger from lifestyle-related disease than any other group. And being a smoother-skinned corpse means very little when the sole objective of life is to keep living. So how do you keep living? I mean really living. Not just chronologically, but biologically. See, premature aging is not bound by ethnicity or simply one's genes. What most research shows is that the number of years you can live in health, and this is in medical science jargon, that means without disease, particularly into your 50s, the greater chance you have to live a long, productive life. But I'm in the camp that doesn't believe disease is an inevitability. I believe you can bask in the sunshine of good health if you don't allow yourself to suffer in the shadows of misinformation and thus believe all the lies about aging and health. Sure, we are all born with a set of genes, but the way you live can influence how your genes express themselves. In many cases, lifestyle factors, i.e. choices, can switch genes on and off. The relatively new science of epigenetics has all but shifted the narrative from fatalism to optimism. At the cellular level, deep in the genetic heart of the cell, into the chromosomes, you will find the telomeres, which are essentially 
repeating strands of non-coded DNA that live at the end of our chromosomes. It is believed that the shorter the telomeres, the more rapidly we age. Conversely, the longer the telomere, the longer we live. In fact, it is now believed that aging is a dynamic process that can be either accelerated or slowed, and in some respects even reversed. In upcoming episodes, I will talk more specifically about how to reverse so-called age-related factors such as premature brain and hair loss and facial lines and wrinkles, varicose veins, stenosis of the neck, osteoporosis, and of course cancer just through exercise and supplementation, particularly mineral supplementation. You'd be amazed how so many of these so-called age-related diseases are simply mineral deficiencies. In fact, look for our mini documentary on the truth about cancer premiering on our YouTube channel very soon. Anyway, remember earlier I mentioned that telomeres are non-coded DNA? Well, it turns out that that's a good thing because what that essentially means is that they do not carry out the commands issued by the genetic command center. Instead, telomeres listen to us and they adjust accordingly meaning they take instructions from you. Therefore, the way you live can, can in effect tell your telomeres to accelerate or to slow down the process of aging. Now you know why I say growing old is a choice because according to the latest science, it is. When clients tell me the reason they gain weight is because they don't exercise enough, I immediately know that working out, though a significant factor is not the only factor, what they eat, the way they sleep, rest, and hydrate will also determine whether they shorten enough in their telomeres. The idea that your metabolism slows with age is another myth. Sure, if you're simply a couch potato, all metabolic processes will be adversely affected. However, if you move reasonably enough throughout the week, a minimum of three days, and don't eat processed foods at every meal, your metabolism should not slow to a crawl like is popularly misconceived. Well, I used to be able to eat anything when I was in my 20s. I hear that one all the time. And I usually respond with an open-ended question. If, if you ate donuts every day in your 20s and you wash those donuts down with a big gulp, and now you're in your 40s eating the same way you did in your 20s, and let's say you're diagnosed with adult-onset diabetes, would you think your diabetes is attributed to you being in your 40s? Or do you think it might be because you have been eating donuts and downing Big Gulps for over 20 years? If you pick door number two, you're right. Aging doesn't cause diabetes. Aging doesn't cause Alzheimer's or cancer. Lifestyle does. And your lifestyle is a choice. And it is those choices we make against our health that switch off the protective genes and switch on those genes that predispose us to disease. Quick story. I used to run the waterfront in Vallejo, California a couple times a week, which is roughly four miles. Anyway, that's where I met John. John used to run the waterfront four times a week. I remember seeing him whenever I ran. He would be in his little runner shorts. Well, I mostly saw the back of John because he would always pass me, I mean, every single time, a couple of times. Uh, I remember I didn't see him at all, and I thought to myself, well, here's my chance to finally get strong enough to outrun John, but 
I later found out that day or those days he was lifting or swimming. John also lifted heavy three times a week. I should know because I spotted him more than a few times in the bench press. He also swam in the Olympic pool for an hour several times a week. Oh, did I mention John was 82? On Wednesday nights during the summer, the city of Vallejo would have what they called a Wednesday night celebration, which featured live bands and dancing. Sometimes they would have several bands playing pop music, rock, R&B, reggae for hours at a time. And guess who would be smack dab in the middle of the crowd with his wife, who was about his age, dancing every single song? I mean, these two never sat down. I once asked John how he did it. Did what? He exclaimed. How do you stay so active at your age? <laughs> he just laughed and looked out at the water and said, I don't want to miss a day of this. The people, the water, the sun, the grass, the food. Ah, the food. Now he closed his eyes. You know, T, I haven't had a candy bar in 50 years, a soda, ever. A bag of chips in 25 years of alcohol since I tried it as a teen. But whenever I bite into an apple, this time he leaned in with his eyes wide open. It's as sweet as I remember candy and cake. Wow. I will never, ever forget that. John was the first person his age I'd ever met that scheduled more life into his calendar than there were days. Without saying another word, he had mentored me in silence. Science tells us that tired cells eventually reach a state called senescence, where they stop dividing permanently and thus die. People like John can cancel senescence just by simply not scheduling it. His daily conversation with his telomeres is also mentoring in silence. He tells them aging is natural. It is good. It is sweet like the apple that reminded him of the candy. And his telomeres are obviously listening. Indeed, what other choice do they have? Dear friends, I wish above all things that you be in health and that you prosper just as your soul prospers. This is Tiaja, and you have been listening to Urban X Real Talk Fitness Radio. Thank you so very much for listening. And don't forget to like our page on Facebook and continue to share this broadcast with both family and friends. But whatever you do, begin that conversation with your telomeres today. In fact, this very moment. And watch the aging process reverse the choice of getting old. As always... Walk in health and peace.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.